Welcome to the Genuinely You podcast channel, which is packed with advice and tips on how to live your life with purpose. Do you wish you felt happy and fulfilled? Are you feeling stuck, wishing things could be better? Are you ready to take some action and create the life you want? To start living an empowered life, you need to recognize and make full use of the power and freedom that comes from being genuinely you. Your host is Gina Gardner, a number one best-selling author whose whole life has been about supporting people to achieve personal empowerment, helping people just like you recognize that they can. Learning to say no graciously. Many people have huge levels of anxiety about saying no to other people. The result of that is they take on things that they then resent or that actually get in the way of the things that they need to do. Today's video is looking at how to say no graciously, but in the first instance you need to think about why is it that you find it so hard? And what I've discovered over the time I've worked with so many clients is that at the heart of it is usually poor self-esteem. If you're putting everybody else first, you have to ask yourself, why is it that they're more important than me? Now, I wouldn't say you're any more important than other people, but there needs to be a fairness, there needs to be a balance. Is it that you want to get people off your back and because you don't know quite how to manage it that you're saying, oh, okay, I'll do that, so that then you have that space in the first instance? The trouble with that, of course, is that ultimately you've still got to do the whatever it is. Maybe it's because the person has higher status than you. Perhaps you don't want to say no to your parents. And I was working with a client only the other day. He's in his 50s, but his parents are the people who still call the tune. Even though it's not appropriate or convenient, he will say yes to them simply because they're his parents. The solution is always to use the measure. Is it appropriate? Is it fair? Is it equitable? And I would say to you that one way to do that is to give yourself the to give yourself the gift. One way to do that is to give yourself the gift of treating yourself equally with others. Imagine an old pair of scales, the sort that they have on courts of justice, where they have the pans and the chains. And I would say to you, any situation, put what you're asked to do, and then look at what that's costing you. Is it fair? Is it appropriate? Now, every situation may not be fair, but look at it over a period of time if uh, sometimes you're doing more because somebody's ill or because there's a particular situation. But overall, ultimately, it needs to be fair to you both. How do you feel when somebody says no to you? Do you instantly not like them? Do you not talk to them? Do you feel rejected? I would suggest it depends how and why people are saying no to you. You don't generally stop liking somebody simply because they said, I'm really sorry, but I can't manage that today. And yet we don't use those same rules for ourselves. Why is it different for you? So we're going to look at how to say no graciously. And I have later on got some wording that I've created specifically to use in these situations. But long before that, let's look at some of the principles. 56% of 
of any communication is your body language. So if your body language looks awkward or is saying no and it's coming across as being a victim or aggressive, that says a lot. We've talked about archetypes. It's a really good time to get into your royal archetype, to stand straight and tall. And even if you're on the phone, useful to stand up. We're much more resourced when we're standing up, which is why sales teams often do their selling standing. The next thing is the tone of voice. Oh, I'm really sorry I can't do that. Think about that tone of voice. No whine, no nag, no aggression, no edge. In this situation, it's really helpful to be prepared, particularly when you have people who are asking you to do things you don't want to on a number of occasions. There is no need to justify. We often go into great long diatribes about why we can't. Simply, I'm really sorry, I'd love to help, but I can't help today. Don't lie. Really, really important. Because if you lie, the chances are you're going to be found out and then it's something else to feel bad about. So just be honest. I'd love to help, but on this occasion I really can't. I've got other commitments. And those commitments could be that you've actually decided that you really need a night in by the telly and that you need to take care of yourself. Remember, this is about you making a judgement about whether you actually want to do this or not. Now, of course, there are always situations when you have to do things you don't want to do. If you've got somebody who's ill and you're taking care of them, then saying no in that context may not be appropriate. That's why the appropriateness is really important. But put it into the work context or somebody who's asking you to do something in a personal context. You have a right to say no if you want to. So I've prepared some wording and the reason I'm going to read these is because I've actually constructed these very carefully. And you can have a download of these alongside this video. And as I said, if you're prepared, it's much easier. So let's put this into the context of work. You've been asked to do something, you've got lots of deadlines and you're really busy. Here are some snippets that you could use. Thanks for thinking of me. I'd love to help, but I need to focus on my deadlines. I'd be happy to help once I've got those done. Or, with that one, you could also, I would be happy to help if my deadlines could be pushed back. Remember, there are only 24 hours in every day, and you can only do what's reasonable. I would expect you to work hard, but if you're burning the midnight oil to save somebody else some work on a regular basis, then something is wrong. Here's another example. I'd really like to help, but if I were to do that, which of my priorities would you like me to leave? Or, I can see how important it is, but I simply have no space in the diary to give it the time and attention it deserves. I would hate to let you down or do a poor job. Just look at my diary. There isn't a window of opportunity until the week after next. I don't think that's going to fit in with your timetable. It would probably be better to ask somebody else. Don't feel you have to give an answer immediately. 
I can't give you an answer at the moment. I need to look at what you require before committing, as I have so much on my plate at the moment. I hate doing a bad job and I wouldn't like to let you down. Or, I've looked at whatever the project may be really carefully and I simply can't see how I can get everything done in the time available. Let's look at some answers you might use in your personal life. I'd love to see you. I'm afraid I can't do tomorrow. How about next week? You're not rejecting them, but you're putting it in a time frame that works for you. Let's look at the personal ones. I'd love to help you, but I'm afraid I can't do tomorrow. How about next week? Putting things into a time frame that works for you is really important. So if it is seeing a friend or an acquaintance or a neighbour and it doesn't work for you now, you don't need to go into lots of excuses. You simply say, really sorry, can't do it. But give them an alternative when you can. If you're being asked to do something and you'd be glad to help at another time but you can't help on this one, I'm really sorry I can't help on this occasion but if you give me more notice I might be able to help next time. Again, you're not shutting things down completely but you're putting them into the context that works for you. Under other circumstances I'd love to help but I'm sorry I can't at this time. I'm stumped. Normally it would be no problem, but I'm snowed under at the moment, so I'll have to say I'm sorry. Now, if somebody's being really unreasonable, let me give you an example. One of my clients was saying that one of the parents at her children's school was consistently asking her to pick up her children. Now, when my client was going home with her own children, it wasn't a problem, but there were times when she actually wanted to go from school to do something else. In that situation, she needed to break the reliance and the habit that the other parent was relying on her. And so, something like, I've noticed how often you need me to help you. I don't mind helping you out in exceptional circumstances, but I'm really sorry, I can't be responsible for your children. I've got all sorts of other commitments after school and it really doesn't work for me. If the person's got high status, perhaps a parent or your boss, if it was a parent you'd say, I love you very much, the last thing I want to do is to upset you or let you down. But saying yes would mean I wouldn't have time to do things for my family or I'd be doing something that I feel is wrong. I don't think this is the right thing to do at the moment. Or you could suggest a different approach. Or how can we come up with something that works for both of us? If it's someone high status at work, I really respect you very much. And the last thing I want to do is to let you down or disappoint you. But saying yes now would mean that I couldn't do whatever it was you're expected to do at other times. Being true to your values is really, really important. And I think that at times if you think something is wrong, having the honesty to say, do you know what? It doesn't sit comfortably with me. Let's find another way that works for both of us is a way of getting out of that situation graciously. One very simple way to help, if for example, you've got clients who keep pushing you uh, to take on their appointment or to fit them in, is to put within your diary appointments to your alter ego. So let's say your alter ego is called Fred, that you actually put in appointments through your diary that give you those space when you want to spend time with you. 
Then when your clients are asking you to push them in, fit them in, when it means you're going to have to work a very long day, you show them in the diary and you say, you find the space. They can see those appointments are already in there with Fred. You might want to give them more than one name, but actually that client doesn't feel you've rejected them. They can see you're busy. It actually gives you higher status in the sense that you are busy. And then they can find the space that works for both of you. It gets easier with practice. Please don't think I'm suggesting that you say no for the sake of it. This is about saying no when it really is the right thing for you, rather than saying yes simply because you don't want to disappoint someone or you want to get them off your back. Let me know how you get on and I'll speak to you next week. Bye-bye. You've just been listening to another great Genuinely You podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Genuinely You is a culmination of Gina's work, spanning over 30 years, of helping people learn what makes them feel happy and truly fulfilled, and how to achieve it. Please visit genuinely-u.com today to find out more.